see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. I can see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. Everybody say fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Hey, fuck this Everybody shit. say fuck this shit. Hey, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Hey, fuck this Everybody shit. say fuck. Fuck this shit. Fuck. Fuck. Welcome fuck back. The fuck this shit podcast. It's your boy Dre. You know we always started off the same way, man. Thank you to everybody for the support, the shares, likes, everything. That shit is always greatly appreciated. Shout out to everybody who's been out here flossing in a FTS gear. Shout out to anybody who's got a wristband off me. I've been doing shit when I see people out. I've been giving people the wristbands off my wrist just on the love type shit. Like, you know, check this shit out or whatever, but like keep this shit. So if you see somebody walking around with a fuck this shit podcast or the fuck this shit wristband or eat a dick wristband, you know what I'm saying? Ask them where they got that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? To see if they know. And if they don't know about the podcast, then you know what I'm saying? You got to let them know. Like, oh, nigga, you know that from a podcast I've seen. It's going to make them feel like it's bigger than it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I done learned in, in the growing times that you got to. You got to make people feel like they are part of something huge. And they be like, oh, shit. Now I'm about to tell people before. You know what I'm saying? It's like when I start drinking Avion, that tequila that Jeezy endorses. It's like years and years ago, it was $32 a bottle. I just tasted it because I was tasting all these different tequilas. And I was like, this shit is smooth as silk. So I start buying this shit the fuck up. Now that shit is $60 a bottle because niggas found out. And I feel super cool because I knew that first. That's how... The people who got a wristband for me are going to feel whenever you tell them, oh, you got that from a podcast that you don't even listen to. You just got that from a cool ass nigga. And they're going to be like, ah, oh, my goodness. And you you could do that for me. So anyway, um, that's what I've been on. Remember for real, man. Thank y'all for everything as always. Uh, it's no real podcast news. Uh, this is the first episode that only the subscribers are going to get to hear on time. Uh, this is the beginning of me giving you quality product for your investment in this enterprise. Uh, I don't like to make promises that I can't keep. So y'all know I'm not going to, I'm not going to super say this, but I'm really aiming to give you bonus content like soon, like really soon. Like I'm looking to give y'all some episodes that other people don't get like soon as fuck. And also uh, I want y'all's, I want y'all's opinion. You, you pay for this. So like, the further subscribers, how long should everybody else have to wait? I haven't made up my mind yet, y'all. So, like, right now, it's going to be Wednesday when the subscribers hear this. If you are not a subscriber, the first day that this pops up available to you is going to be dictated by the people who do subscribe already. It's not, like, going to be an ongoing thing. It's a one-time thing. But just know that it wasn't just me. It was me and my merry band of misfits that decided your fate. And I finally figured out how to get your email list so I know exactly who the fuck you are. So I can just hit you up. You don't even have to be on. uh, I don't need you to do it on Facebook or nothing like that. I'll call your motherfucking phone or I got your email. I'll spam email your shits. Yeah, niggas. Y'all got got my email. I'm getting my email list cracking off y'all niggas now because the subscribers, I got your emails. I'm I'm hitting you up. I'll be like, hey, when do these niggas get to hear it? But not for real. It's probably going to be Friday. I'm thinking like maybe... They get it. I don't know. Maybe Saturday. I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes I think about the days that none of the podcasts I listen to come out, and I try and drop my shit for y'all on those days. That way, maybe y'all's podcasts don't come out on those days. You know, just to give you some insight to why the day changes. Aside from the fact on some workflow shit, because y'all know how I can be about that. But I've been good about that, man. Y'all give me a golf clap for Dre. This is Key said I need a soundboard. This is when I need a soundboard because it'll be like. Oh, and when I get y'all, when I get my soundboard, it's gonna have, I'm gonna have dope sounds. It's gonna be like, surprise, motherfucker, and like all kinds of other shit that niggas is gonna, y'all know. I'm gonna, anyway, it's probably an app. It may, okay, so maybe I should have told y'all this before the podcast started. I usually don't take shots before the podcast like this. Every once in a while I do, but tonight, this might be drunk this shit. This might be drunk this drunk nigga. This might, well, nah, because I got white fans. Y'all can't say that. Uh, Drunk, drunk tales. I don't know. Dre's drunk. Dre's drunk. Niggas love alliteration. This is Dre's drunk. And for the first segment of Dre's drunk, real nigga story time. Nigga story time. Real nigga story time. All right, so. 
for a real nigga story time this week, man, I got to talk about the ultimate real nigga. And this actually came up because I was talking to somebody else. Um, and they was talking about how, like, they people had helped them out with some shit or whatever. And, uh, they was talking about how, like, they was at the house and they had stuff in the house, but, you know, like, whatever. I don't want to, I don't want to tell you too much because I don't want to tell you the story. I want to tell you about the result. I'm talking about my grandpa. I'm talking about Gene Payne. And I'll do a whole episode on my grandpa at one point because I feel like a lot of people feel like this, but when I tell you my grandpa the realest nigga ever, bro, like, Gene Payne is the realest nigga ever, bro. Like, anybody listening to this who knows Gene Payne, like, Mr. Payne, like, motherfuckers, like, know my grandpa, like, he a real ass nigga, whatever, right? Um, And he always hold me down, like, I'm never one of those people who, like, it's kind of difficult for me to explain to people, like, the environment that I come from, because, like, I'm not from the hood, like, I never lived, like, we, we live, like, in, like, the nicest places that could be considered hood, you know what I'm saying, like, Everywhere we lived wasn't, like, nice, nice. But, like, even when we kind of lived in some cheap... Like, I lived in some cheap shit before. But my mama don't really do the hood like that. So she always kind of found a... You know, we got a loophole. And plus, hell, she had Gene Payne, too. So, like, real talk, like... I I just kind of, like, you know... I, I grew up very much in the middle of a lot of things. So, like... I think it's what kind of makes me the person I am. Like I have like what I would consider a nuanced opinion on a lot of different things because, you know, like I literally got like little cousins who like grew up in the environment so fucked up that like they would sneak in water because they wasn't allowed to like drink water after like seven because their mama was on some fuck shit. And it was like sneaking water out like the, the tank of the toilet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and those was like, I those was like, people who I consider, they're not actually my family, but they are my family. You know what I'm saying? Like, those, that shit real. Like, that's not like a story that I make up. Like, that that really happened. And like, I don't know about that story. I know about their whole life. That's just kind of like a really fucked up story I could tell you about them that will kind of give you a picture of the home life that they was living in. You know what I'm saying? Without telling you everything. Um... But I also knew people who, like, you know, was just like, you know, their parents was paycheck to paycheck. Like, they was just like regular people. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you would consider middle class people. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, we went to school with some rich kids. You know what I'm saying? I went to church with some rich kids. Like, not rich, but like, you know. So, you kind of like, I, I really do see things from a lot of different lenses. Like, I understand, like, everybody has their own shit. Um, but anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. Uh, sorry, drunk Dre told you that I, I informed you that this is what you was getting. Anyway, uh, my, uh, my grandpa always held me down even after that though. Like once I've been grown, like I, my cars, like every, I've always had a nice car. My grandpa has always signed for my cars. He's paid my car payment since I was 18. Like I was, I was paying it when I was 16 and then maybe 17 I think I was 17 when he actually bought me another car and uh, I was paying my car payment until I turned 18 and once I moved out he stopped taking it from me he was like nah you got other bills to pay don't worry about it like he just held me down and when I wanted new cars like as long as I kept the payment about the same he wasn't tripping it was something he was already paying so like Gene Payne is a real ass nigga who held a nigga down do you feel me like anyway when I first moved out Around the time this is this is good because it's kind of chronologic. I remember y'all told y'all about the maggot refrigerator. Um, well, before maggot refrigerator and even after a little bit, um, I ain't have no money to buy no groceries because I was throwing parties and buying weed and doing all this other shit that I ain't really had the funds to do because I was 18 years old in an apartment I couldn't afford. So I'm calling my grandpa like I'm hungry. You know what I'm saying? What y'all cooking? Can you bring me some food? Like I'm always asking for shit. So. Oh, you know, actually, that that part is true. And maybe that's what prompted him to do so. But that's not actually what made him start doing this. He came to my apartment one day and he just like asked me if I had food in here. And I was like, like groceries. And I was like, uh, I mean, not really. You know what I'm saying? Like, so he was just like, oh, OK. So 
he goes and gets he he goes and leaves or whatever. And then like he just comes back, like in like an hour, hour and a half or whatever. And uh he's just got all these groceries. Like he was like, here, you know what I'm saying? I went grocery shopping for you, I got you these groceries. Now, here's a nice little sidebar to have. My grandpa does not come from the era where he does the grocery shopping. My grandpa works, he makes all the money. My grandma goes to the grocery store and buys all the groceries. My grandpa picks up things for my grandma when she needs isolated things while he's out. That's the extent of Gene Payne's grocery shopping abilities. Period. So, with that in mind, and knowing how much I done spent all this time telling y'all how much of a real nigga Gene Payne is, when I tell y'all that the groceries that this man brought me was as mix-matched Mismatched, mixmatched, what do y'all say? Mismatched with an S or with an X? Because when I tried to tap it in on my notes, it was telling me mismatched. But I've been saying mixmatched, like mix, like mix it up. Like every, 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 every. Anyway, um, the most mix, mismatched, non-matchingest groceries that ever existed. I'm talking about my nigga done bought me a whole loaf of bread without shit to put in between that shit. Like I'm just supposed to just dip that shit in water or something. Like what the fuck is this like i got i got like bacon no other breakfast stuff like i'm just supposed to eat the bacon like this man that bought me all these canned vegetables but no meat or nothing like that this is like i'm just supposed to like do you want me to like heat these vegetables up on the fucking stove or something like that like papa what do you expect from me right now like y'all like how do you come to a man who come to your house See that you need some food and then bless you and then be like, nigga, I'm still hungry. But but listen, y'all, I was still hungry. I was in that motherfucker like eyes watering like, man, like I'm walking in there like you, I'm doing the thing you do where you walk into the kitchen and you, like you look in the refrigerator and they sit in there and you close it and you open it back up like baby I missed it you know what I'm saying like you like go to the cabinet and you like open it up and you like damn just noodles my nigga bought me spaghetti no ground beef no pasta sauce it's like oh, my grandpa for all his efforts all my nigga was trying to do was make sure I had some food but let me tell you what my nigga really did my nigga just reminded me of how broke I really was because he just gave me ingredients that I didn't have the funds to put together to make anything because I needed to send him to the store. I needed to pull a Marlene. I needed to send Jean Payne to the store to go grab me some, can you please bring me some cheese, ground beef, tomato sauce, seasonings. Like, my nigga, thank you, but... <sighs> I'm going to tell y'all, y'all going to get more real nigga stories from Gene Payne because he the realest nigga who I ever met in my life. And I'm going to tell y'all one thing, the generational difference, like the difference in like communication and like what does things and like just how things work has led to so many instances of Gene Payne spending money on me that I couldn't tell him not to spend, but that like I genuinely kind of felt like he was wasting. So like I'm just. Y'all, this happens all the time. Gene Payne been buying me mismatched groceries my whole life. You ask anybody in my family, like, if you need money, like, that's what you call Papa for. Like, you just call him and just ask him for the money. Don't ask him to solve the problem because he going to do the, oh, my God, y'all. I just thought about the driveway. It's so many things I'm about to tell you. <laughs> Some of my family listens to this. So, like, me just saying the drive, Y'all, the driveway, the patio, like, y'all, my, I don't... <laughs> I know we not supposed to. I know I think we canceled Bill Cosby. But, like, <laughs> if you ever watch the Cosby show, you know, like, he always try to fix the doorbell. He hit the doorbell to be like, ding, dunk. Like, <laughs> my grandpa doorbell was, no, y'all. Oh, my God, y'all. The doorbell. <laughs> my grandparents' doorbell rings their neighbor's doorbell across the street. <laughs> and vice versa. Y'all, oh my God, this moment is so much for my family, like, this is, oh my God, this moment is so very much for my family, but when I tell you, like, I'm gonna give y'all, I'm gonna give y'all the whole stories too, like, I promise y'all, like, everybody who listens, like, I'm gonna give y'all all the stories, like, in depth over time, 
It just leaves me with more content. But, oh, man, y'all, like, oh, I just can't. <laughs> oh, the dirt. Y'all don't even know, like, the <laughs> buying the dirt. Oh, my goodness, man. Y'all, I'm... <laughs> Ooh, okay, that's going to conclude this segment, y'all. I'm going to take a break. We're going to get into today's episode. Uh, y'all know what it is. I'm going to give... Hold, wait, one second. Let me let me give y'all a special moment to be like, motherfucker Catrice. Catrice is my mama. And she listened to this, too. So I'm talking to you. So we going to get in uh, Bree a homecoming dress today. And she going to talk about... Uh, I don't remember exactly what she said because I actually don't remember what it fucking says. The little, the little anchor ad that you got or you don't have to record, but it's part of the money that I make for doing this podcast or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That plays in between this segment. I did this early on when I was still in the closet or whatever. And I hate it. I listened back to it the other day and I was like, ugh, like that's so cringy. And she fucking said it to me into my car, y'all. And I almost kicked her the fuck out. Like I almost stopped the car and was like, get out get out so i'm i'm gonna let y'all y'all gonna hear this shit one more time because i gotta release this bitch on time so you know what i'm saying i'm gonna I'm be getting to it but when i tell y'all this is the last time y'all gonna hear this motherfucker is presently constructed that's on god all right y'all so before we jump into the full episode, full disclosure, I never tape the podcast in separate settings because I like the energy to remain the same. But your boy got done with the first segment. I got on the phone, you know what I'm saying? Got to sitting up there talking, blah, 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 whatever. By the time I got done, I had took a couple more shots and shit. And I got back on this motherfucker. And boy, your boy was faded. It was a... Uh, See, the first drunk Dre that you got in the first little part, that was still a good look. The drunk Dre that was going, I was listening to myself talk, and I was like, yeah, we're not doing this. So that shit got deleted, and uh, that's why uh, the podcast wasn't done at midnight. It's still going to be dropping a day at 5, though. You know what I'm saying? 5 o'clock. Or not 5, shit. 6. It's 4. Look. 6, y'all. It's going to be Wednesday at 6. Not all Wednesdays, just today. Most Wednesdays, it'll still be midnight. Last night, y'all, I just got, boy, that drink got to, got to work in me. <laughs> So I had to eat some real quick and lay it down, but I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. So now that we've got that little disclaimer out the way, um, for this to for for this uh, episode, I really wanted to do like kind of like it's not really a sports episode, you know what I'm saying? But it's like two big stories that are like around sports that I kind of wanted to touch on because it's just like the shit's fucking crazy. Like, and you don't really have to care about sports to like get it. So don't don't zone out yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't tune out. You know what I'm saying? So, the first thing is, so, and I'll, I'll give you more context than I typically do for stories with this is, uh, NFL head coach John Gruden, he's coach for the Oakland Raiders, right? And um, they get a hold of some emails that he had been sending out over the past, like, decade. Like, they're not new emails or whatever, but it was actually, and, and I don't know that, yeah, you you might remember this. Uh, maybe I think it was last year, two years ago. There was like a bunch of shit came out about the Washington. It's, they call it the Washington Football Team now, but it used to be the Washington Redskins. Just so we're clear that we're talking about the same place. So because they changed the name and they couldn't come up with anything better than football team, like on some dickhead shit. Like, well, if y'all don't want us to be Redskins, we'll just be a football team. But whatever. Anyway, um, it was like this. There was like these allegations of like this wild, toxic work environment with like all this sexual harassment and all this other shit or whatever. Um, you know, like basic old shit, you know what I'm saying? Like racism, misogyny, you know what I'm saying? Homophobia, all of that shit is like reported within this workplace. So like they and they like launched this big federal investigation into the, the whole team. Over the course of that investigation, they go through the emails that were exchanged between different people who were involved with that football team within those emails are emails from current head coach John Gruden and I'm not gonna like I can't remember everything that he said because you know like when you be looking this shit up they be trying to not say it you know what I'm saying like 
<laughs> like they be trying to like not really say exactly what he said and shit like that because they're like he said some some racial things that that aren't really you know what I'm saying whatever but like the shit that it's like funny how they do this because they say all the shit that he said that was like transphobic and like all this other stuff whatever or whatever because he was like calling uh, Goodell uh, you know he called him a faggot <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he also called him a clueless anti-football pussy because he was like mad every time they had the fucking because uh, he was mad that they was doing the concussion protocols basically they were trying to make the game safer and he's like oh he's a pussy for that uh, then um, he he called Joe Biden the nervous clueless pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like he just talks like I mean, but like that's like nothing to me. So not not that it's nothing, but it's like you know, like I guess I guess that just really shows how times have changed and how like things are. Like I guess it's not that it's nothing. It's just that like I'm not surprised to hear any of that from uh from John Gruden. You know what I'm saying? From really any white man. Um. He called uh, Michael Sam a queer. I mean, like, that was kind of a big thing or whatever. Oh, 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 and I'm sorry. Uh, he also said that Demora Smith had lips the size of Michelin tires. Uh, you know, and he, he later came out and said the thing he said about the, he was like, he said, you know, that's because he uses the term rubber lips to to coin a liar. So he wasn't, wasn't trying to make a, it wasn't a black thing. You know saying? It was because he thinks he's a liar type shit. Like, and all of this comes out, and it's funny because the first thing that came out was the shit that he said about Demora Smith. You know what I'm saying? The racist shit. And they was just like, oh, yeah, well, they were, they, you know, they were basically like, that's fucked up. But, like, it, it didn't seem like he was about to lose his job. It looked like he was going to have to apologize a few times. And that's, that's twofold to me because part of that comes to do with the fact that, like, I feel like niggas is a little bit too forgiving when it comes to shit like that sometimes. Like, motherfuckers be so willing to be like oh yeah but i know him and it was 10 years ago or whatever whatever like the difference i mean like that to me is the biggest difference like you see like the gay community bro when they when somebody do them wrong they go hard they like no no forgiveness no matter what cancel that motherfucker but i mean i got my own opinions on that and how far that's gone too and i will save that for later in the episode because we absolutely gonna talk about my guy Chappelle. but uh anyway um but then when he apologizes, like, so, you know, the shit comes out and then he says his first initial apology and his apology is like, I don't have a racist bone in my body. And, you know, I'm sorry if what I said offended anybody and all this or whatever. And it's just like on a personal note, bro, like if you white and you say some fucked up shit, like we don't need you to jump out here and be like, I'm not racist because dot, 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 like. We don't need to hear about the black friend and we don't need to hear about none of that. Like just just land on your sword and let us make your characterization and then you do whatever you could do to change that in the future. You feel what I'm saying? Because like I guess my frustration is because like I am I, I really feel like most people are well aware of the fact that like that's actually how it goes. Right? Like if I fuck up I don't get the fuck up. And because I said, sorry, I now get to write the narrative on what happened. Like the people who consider me a fuck up are the ones who will write that narrative. And like, I can choose to not give a fuck because that's what some people do. You could Trump it. That's what Donald Trump does. Donald Trump says whatever the fuck he wants to say and it offends whoever he wants. And sometimes he apologizes, but he don't really give a fuck whether you take the apology or not. He just moved the fuck on. You know what I'm saying? Like, and not like I like, I be paying attention to shit like that because I be wanting to know why people fuck with people who you would think are like clearly evil. But I think that's part of the reason why people fuck with Trump because it's like the other way that you have to do it where you actually have to eat shit for a little while and you have to like actually apologize and then like actually give a fuck if the people accept your apology and then actually have to like monitor your behavior to make sure that it's now in line with the person you say you are and all this other bullshit and then still be prepared for people to maybe not believe you. Like, that's the thing, like, and I feel like white people really have a big issue with this. Like, y'all don't realize that you don't get, and I say this occasionally, I try not to say it much in the podcast, because if you don't know by now, then why are you still listening? Like, if the y'all don't fit you, then it don't fit you. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, everything ain't everybody. Like, you can't, I understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when I say white people do, if you white and you don't do it, then you don't do it. Relax. Anyway, the thing I'm saying is that I think the thing that white people do is that they want to, like, because they said sorry, like, because I said sorry, and, like, really, I will even go farther than this. It'd be white men the most. Like, it, it goes, like, it goes old white man, any white man, any white person, like, in that order. You see what I'm saying? Like, and like the like, no one can touch me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm infallible. Like that whole like, whatever. Anyway, uh, what they'll do, they'll, they'll give the apology or whatever. Like, oh, we're sorry. But then it's like, because I said sorry, you should have been over it. So that's like that slavery was a long time ago shit. You know what I'm saying? That's like that, oh, y'all are always complaining about shit that didn't have anything to do with us. And it's like, but you know, like you don't really get to decide when your apology stuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, because to me, when you were on that perspective, like you weren't apologizing because you were sorry. You were only apologizing to like push through the situation. You know what I'm saying? Like you were just like, oh, well, let's get this, let's get this out of the way. But it's like, no, somebody was actually impacted by your decisions or by what you did or whatever. And like, when you want to like make a, a bigger picture argument about like, why does it matter that John Gruden says fuck shit like this? It's because John Gruden gets paid. Like John Gruden signed a 10 year, hundred million dollar contract to be the head coach of the Raiders. He gets to make personnel decisions. He gets to hire people and all this other stuff. So like if John Gruden has that position and he thinks that black people are dumb liars, you know what I'm saying? And he thinks that gay people are faggots and queers. Then like, What's the likelihood that those people are going to have like an equal opportunity to vie for positions that he's in charge of? Like, even if they do get them, what's the what's the odds that if you fall into one of these groups that he doesn't actually deem to be equal in whatever way? Like, what's the what's the, the likelihood that when you make a mistake, he's going to attribute it to like your personal character defects as opposed to. You know, any other thing that could possibly make a person make a mistake. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's never going to be like, oh, well, maybe we didn't give you the tools or maybe it's going to be like, oh, well, yeah, you know how they are. So like that shit matters. bro. like and that's why I feel like I I was actually going to I was going to do this differently. I'm actually going to go right into the Chappelle thing and how these two things are different because Gruden's fired. Gruden got fired and Gruden deserved to get fired. He didn't get canceled. He got fired. It's not the fucking same thing, first of all, but he got fired. And in my in my opinion, the reason why is is just that because you displayed behaviors that don't lead you like that, that now like disqualify you from having a, a leadership position, especially in an, in a league that's like fucking 70, 80 percent black or some shit like that, like. It's, it's just like to me, like those those are disqualifying things. And for the people who you have to lead to be uncomfortable with you in that position now, like now you got to bounce. You know what I'm saying? Like and the apologies fake and it's not real. You know what I'm saying? Like and it's just like whatever. So that's why I say we can go right into the Chappelle thing. So like if you didn't see uh, if you didn't see the closer, first and foremost, the shit was fucking hilarious. Like the shit was dumb funny. It was funny as fuck. Like. I laughed, ugly laughed, out loud laughed so many times through that motherfucker. Man, my nigga said, space Jews. <laughs> I was dead, bro. Like, it's so many, bro. Like, it's, but I, as you've seen, that's just been in the news and it's had like massive controversy or whatever because, like, Dave Chappelle keeps coming further for the LGBTQ community. Like, he keeps coming for the gay community. Like, but, you know, I've got my feelings on that. First of all, I, I, I'm trying to figure out how I want to break this down, what layers I want to put this into. Like, so first of all, um, the content itself, as far as like whether or not it was offensive. I don't like I think South Park's hilarious. I've always thought South Park was funny. Like they have a character on there named Jimmy who's like crippled as fuck and like stutters and like his face is all fucked up. And then they got another one named Timmy and Timmy's in a wheelchair and just moves himself around. And all Timmy can say is Timmy. Timmy, 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 Timmy. Like, 
but it's satire. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing about comedy that I don't think people understand. Like, yeah, like, it is fucked up, kind of. Like, yeah, they they clearly make in front of people with special needs. Like, they are clearly taking special needs and turning it into retard right in front of your face. You see what I'm saying? Like, they're giving you the caricature of retardation that you seek. But, like, I feel like comedy is done with, like, an intellectual expectation of the audience that just doesn't really exist in society anymore. So, like, when you see stuff like that now or when you see comedians want to push that envelope now, it's like they get so much more pushback because it's all deemed as hateful. But it's like you just can't, like, that's just so small-minded and so, like, slow to me. Like, it just really is. Like, it's, it's, okay, so... When it comes to, like, let me take a step back. My first rule on the on the on the comedians like right to say what they want is that it has to be funny, right? Like, if it's not funny, then like it's not funny. You know what I'm saying? Like, then like it's just hateful. Like it is. Like it it gets to a point. There are times where you see comedians or you see people who are trying to make like even in your personal life where someone's like making a joke at the expense of another person, but like it doesn't feel like a joke. And I feel like you can feel that difference. You know what I'm saying? Like, secondly, there has to be some like essence of truth in it, and you have to like be fully willing to explain your position. And my biggest thing about the Dave Chappelle thing is that if you watch it through its entirety, you know what I'm saying? I didn't write down the jokes. I'm going to break down each joke with you, whatever. Go watch it. If you haven't watched it, go watch it and then form your own opinion about it. Like, it's kind of like I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about like not reading the headlines, reading the articles. Like, motherfuckers need to start doing that more with their life. Like, don't listen to what people are telling y'all the Dave Chappelle special is about. Go watch it. Like, go watch it and then see for yourself, like, whether you think it's fucked up or not. And if you think it's fucked up, then, like, when someone asks you about it, then you tell them why. Like, to me, that's the space where, like, that kind of work gets done is when, like, you actually get to have the conversation. Not when, like, a whole group tries to, like, crucify somebody when, like, their intent is so clear. that like, but anyway, let me, I'm, I'm skipping ahead. I'm skipping ahead. I'm not going to break down each joke, which you joke for joke or whatever. But, like, one of the big points that he comes to at the end of it is that, like, his issue was not with the gay community. It was with the white community. Like, he actually says this out loud. And, like, kind of goes into, like, all the different jokes and things that he said about gay people or whatever. It talks about how, like, Caitlyn Jenner is a woman for, you know what I'm saying, six months. You know what I'm saying? And now she's woman of the year. It's like, there ain't no other women better than Caitlyn Jenner. Like, shit like that or whatever. And I think that, like, that's a point that, like, I actually had never really thought about in that depth but i had always like as i'll be honest with you like i've always had like this weird not like (sighs) resentment is not the word it it almost is like i've almost always felt like the gay community wields so much power whenever something is done against them and like they kind of go overboard with it like it's like niggas is trying to get basic shit and it's like the gay community will band together for anything and just be like, yeah, we got to shut that shit down forever. And this is like, it, 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 even Chappelle says it in the standup, a lot of it is probably like jealousy almost like, cause it's like, God damn, like y'all can get a bakery shut down in 24 hours and we still can't hardly vote. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's frustrating to see. And like, also that face of homosexuality is really a face of whiteness. Like when, when I think of that, I do not think of a group of, and I know a shitload of black gay people, black trans people, black, like, I know, like, most of the people who I actually know from the gay community personally are black because I'm black and most of the people I know are black, right? But when I think of, like, gay outrage, I don't think of the black gay community. I think of the white gay community. And it's like, I think the point Chappelle was, I don't think he even said the point that he was making is that if you are gay and white, one of those things you can, you can turn off like, like you can't turn off being gay, but like you don't have to tell people, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's like, if you're a white gay person and you're in a situation where you feel like being gay may be a disadvantage, you can just be a white person. And at this point you are back at the top of the fucking food chain. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, and even now in a world where like homosexuality is becoming widely more accepted, it's like for the white homosexual community to look at a black comedian and be like, his the term he used was like, you're punching down at us. To be like, to look at, the, like Dave Chappelle has a little bit of standing over him because he's fucking rich, but not because he's black. Like, like from just a basic social standing, like if you were white gay, a black man don't have shit on you. Like it ain't nothing a black man, ain't nothing me as a black man can really do to you. You know what I'm saying? That's like, at all. Like, I don't really have any power over you. Like, first of all, the gay community has way more protections. Like, I won't say way more, but like, (laughs) by comparison to how long these groups have been like, black people came here in 1619. And I know gay people been here since motherfuckers been here, right? I got it. But like, gay rights and like advocation for gay rights is like a new thing. Like, that's like. I feel like it's like in our lifetime that we've seen that become like a major thing. And like, it's just so much shit that gay people have gotten in that little bit of time. And it's like the pushback that gay people get now is not still the same. Like, it's just like, it's just, I I hate it, but it's just like on a personal level, it's worse to me. Like on an individual level, like I feel like if you walking around gay and you like obviously gay, like you probably deal with more bullshit than you deal with. than if you just walking around black, but like I said, if you white and gay, you don't have to tell everybody you gay. And that's like, maybe that's an internal conflict. And I'm willing to admit that like, that's gotta be tough, right? To be like, damn, do I turn off this gay so that I can get access to this so that I can do whatever. Like I'm not, I'm not even trying to discount anyone's struggle, but what I am kind of trying to say is that like, when black people talk about Mexican people, like, don't nobody have no issue. When it's kind of like how, like, some people let Mexicans say nigga because it's like we have, like, the same, like, this feeling of, like, common struggle, right? I'm kind of not really with it's like a, a case by case with me. Like, if you're not black, you probably just shouldn't say that shit at all, but whatever. Um, but with, I'm talking about with the Mexicans, like, but, but whatever. Like, the whole point of all of this is. Like the outrage as though what Chappelle was doing and saying was like this like expression of hate towards a community. And like that to me is the bullshit because like you can I feel like if somebody comes to me, they hear everything I just said. And they come to me and they like, I feel like there's some pieces that you missing. Like I'm absolutely willing to hear that out because I'm certain that there's pieces that I'm missing. Right. But if somebody wants to come to me and say, like, I feel like you hate gay people secretly, I'll be like, nah, like not even a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's like somewhere I'm not even willing to like stand on. And I feel like that's why they were unable to cancel Dave Chappelle. Whenever people were like, oh, Dave Chappelle needs to get pulled from Netflix and all this other shit. They was like, fuck that. We're not doing that. Like even Netflix came for it. And they was like, yeah, like people are going to feel how they want to feel, but we're not pulling that special. Like, I feel like a lot of that comes from a place where the people who are even the fan base, like people who are watching this, like seeing it, like they don't see the hate that's being propagated. And then it starts to look like, you know what I'm saying? Like to parallel it is like this, right? I'll parallel this to, to, to Donald Trump. I like to parallel lots of things to Donald Trump. Cause he's like a universal evil to a lot of people. Um, if you come to a Trump supporter and you tell them like the Trump supporter is like all of these terrible things or whatever. And they're like, whatever, whatever, whatever. Like they'll either agree with you or they'll tell you he doesn't mean what he says. They won't tell you you don't understand. Like they'll either be like, yeah, he does. But like, I'm willing to accept that part of him in spite of or, you know, what I'm saying they'll be like, oh, no, he, he says that, but he doesn't really mean it. That's like I don't feel like that's what people who are still fans of Chappelle after this are telling you. Like we're not telling you that he doesn't mean what he's saying. Specifically, me, I'm telling you that you're not listening. Like you're not hearing what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? Like he does mean what he says, but like you're listening from a perspective of wanting to feel a certain way about it, and like that's not necessary. And this is really my final point on this, especially when it comes to entertainment, like. Like you can't, you can't to parallel Donald Trump and Dave Chappelle again. You can't parallel the two because Donald Trump was the president of the United States and Dave Chappelle is just a comedian. Like at the end of the day, if like you think that Dave Chappelle's jokes are more 
offensive than they are funny. They're like, just don't listen. You know what I'm saying? Like, just don't be a fan of that. And then when people tell, when people ask you why, then like, that's your space. That's what I was saying earlier. Like, that's your space to me to make your bigger point about why what Dave Chappelle says or does is problematic. Because like in this forum, like especially now with the way that things get weaponized, like I just don't really think that cancel culture is really the move. Like I just don't think it's really going to do shit. So it's just like, it, it, it doesn't, it just, it almost just empowers people more with the groups that already fucked with them. Like I said before, I've said this uh, in other spaces, like my biggest thing about the notion of canceling is that like at the end of the day, if I want to do something, if I want to fuck with somebody and they don't offend me, then like, I'm going to keep fucking with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and like, if they have enough people who feel that way, then they'll still be able to have some semblance of support in some way that like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's all I'm saying. Like, it's why you can't really cancel somebody. Even, even, even when you think about, it's my last point on this. Even when you think about like the white people who get outed as racist and they get fired from their job. You don't think there's racist people who own like companies like to be honest with you, like I would bet that the ones that go viral, most of them got offered a job from somebody who was like, you don't deserve to get fired like that. We'll offer you a position like all publicity ain't bad publicity. And I could be wrong about that, but I'm just saying like at the end of the day, you can only control what you can control. You can only fuck with what you can fuck with. And I feel like the Chappelle thing was like a misstep in the sense of. It was painted as a danger to a community that I feel like kind of just missed on that one. Like, I just feel like they wrong. Like, I don't feel like I feel like it has to be a space for me to be able to say, like, I feel like y'all just got this one wrong. I could be wrong. But like, in my opinion, like if I'm speaking to, you know what I'm saying, the gay community, the LGBTQ plus community i just feel like you missed on that one that's it um fuck it we're gonna we're gonna go right in uh uh do we take a break y'all yeah we taking a break we'll be back All right, y'all, I had to take the break because, you know, shit started running together a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, we all over the place with this episode. I'm cool with it, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm recording it in the daytime on, like, a wide awake mind that's all over the place. I've been running around doing shit, and I don't usually do that. So maybe that's changing it because it's like the vibe is different than usual. But like I told y'all, now the motherfuckers are subscribing, getting this shit earlier than y'all. Your content has to be on time. Your content has to be to a certain quality. So here we are making sure that we get this shit in. Um, I was going to talk about Kyrie because I told y'all I wanted to do a, a the likely a sports episode because I know y'all seen that Kyrie is saying that, or I don't know if y'all seen. So basically the backstory on this is I'll, I'll briefly talk touch on this because I do kind of want to talk about it. The backstory on this is basically like the NBA uh, has their vaccine protocols, whatever, or their COVID protocols, but they're not mandating players get vaccinated. They're just like heavily, heavily, you know, suggesting that they do. But right now, 95% of the NBA is vaccinated. But due to certain local restrictions, players who play for the Warriors, the Nets, and I believe the Knicks can't play home games or games in those arenas if they're not vaccinated. So Kyrie Irving being a player on the Nets, that means that he would miss more than half the season if he doesn't get vaccinated. So coming into training camp and everything, everyone else is getting vaccinated. They're showing up to training camp. Kyrie's not there. They're asking Kyrie. He's like, you know, it's just kind of a personal decision, you know, and he's saying like the typical Kyrie shit, like kind of spouting some little anti-vaccine like bullshit, if you ask me honestly, but whatever. Um but like it, the notion kind of seems like everyone thinks that Kyrie's eventually going to get vaccinated before he comes. News comes down a day or two ago. Kyrie's basically like, yeah, I don't know about that. And as a result, the players are like, um, the other players in the, in the, cause like the, the nets are comprised of 
Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, James Harden, and a bunch of other people. Kevin Durant, James Harden have to sign off on anything that happens. So Kevin Durant, James Harden have a meeting with ownership. After that meeting, it comes out that Kyrie won't be with the team until he can participate fully, which means that they saying until you get this vaccine, you can't come back to the team at all. Um, on a sports level, it's like, oh, well, they trade them, all this other shit or whatever. But like, that's not what this podcast is about. So y'all don't give a fuck on a personal level. My kind of thing with this was my nigga Kyrie says that the reason he's doing this is because he wants to be a voice for the voiceless because of those who are like losing out on their jobs and other opportunities because of COVID mandates and vaccine mandates and like a piece of me actually feels that like a small piece of me feels that because it's like you know if you really believe in this stuff you know what I'm saying? I mean, my, my position is clear I've been vaccinated a long ass time I also haven't got COVID no one in my house has got COVID like but whatever. Now, I know people who've been vaccinated who had it, so the vaccine don't keep you from getting it. You're right, but it damn sure lower your chances. But anyway, um, I, uh, like, like my, my point is my position is clear. I think that you're wrong. Like, I think that if you think that the vaccine is going to, like, make you grow ears and give you a microchip and make you the devil, like, I think you're wrong. Like, I think that you've fallen victim to misinformation. I understand that that's a common thing and it can happen to anybody, but... At the end of that, I still think you're wrong. Like the most important thing for you to know that I think at the end of that, if you care what I think, is that I think you're wrong and that I believe that if you were to get the vaccine, it would make you and the others around you safer. Like that's just my opinion on it. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean to me that I have to. What am I trying to say? That doesn't necessarily mean to me that you should be forced to get that vaccine. Um, And I can see how, like, if you got a job and your job mandates it, like, now you either got to get it or you got to get a new job. My issue. So, like, I won't even say my issue. So, like, that's where I can kind of see where Kyrie's like, you know, there's people who don't have the luxury of not being able to do like I guess that's like his position I don't really know what his position is as to how like him not doing this advocates for these this group that he's talking about and that's kind of where my issue comes in because Kyrie is a multi-millionaire like Kyrie can't really just be like yeah I believe misinformation on the internet so I'm not gonna go to my job anymore and fuck that check but like there's other people who like Kyrie's decision is solidifying the fact that like this misinformation may really just be information, which first of all, like so much of it just isn't. And Kyrie has such access to such resources that it is just really frustrating to see like the fact that like he's not willing to like, uh, like he's come to a point to me where like he doesn't have any ties that are grounded like in science or data. Like it's just all like, conjecture like my my, like i'm not i don't think that like everything is is like perfect and like oh the government would never do dot 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 or whatever whatever but like even like like when people are like i just don't understand why they're pushing it so hard it's like y'all remember last year when the whole global economy almost collapsed because of the pandemic like that's why they're pushing the vaccine so hard like And do you know how targeted marketing works like black people? I am talking to you, black people. The reason it feels like they are only trying to get black people to take the vaccine is because you only see media targeted to black people because you are a black people. You don't see what they show in these hillbillies in West Virginia and these white folks in fucking Mississippi and all these other communities. You don't see the man who's walking out of a dirty ass gas station with some crusty ass overalls talking about i'm so glad i got my vaccine because i swear to god y'all like it exists like they're doing it in all the communities that they feel like are hesitant the most and our community has a lot of hesitancy so yes we are being targeted right now to get vaccinated because the white people with money are already vaccinated like that's why they're not targeting rich white people for vaccinations because they've already fucking got them so just just bear with me on that one but anyway Kyrie's whole thing I'm a voice for the voiceless like it's just like it's bullshit to me it's like you're really just propagating a standard that they could never live up to like they could never do what you're doing like we can't do what you're doing we can't just be like you know what fuck it this is what I believe you know what I'm saying and I'm just I'm dying on that 
I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know where. I don't know where that's where the disconnect lies with me, bro. I haven't had a lot of issues with anything Kyrie's done. I've always thought Kyrie was weird, but like to me, like that was the point where I was just like, that's bullshit. And that's like the greater thing is like people who have like these larger platforms and shit like that, like I know like they don't ever want to take any amount of responsibility for their actions and statements or whatever. Like they want to be like, oh, I'm a person too, all this other shit. And like, man, that shit is true, but like Bruh, like, as somebody who really, 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 really fuck with black people, fuck it, I really fuck with people, but I really fuck with black people. So when prominent black people do shit that, to me, I feel like is a detriment to my community as a whole, like, I take personal offense to it. So it's like, bruh, my nigga Kyrie, go get vaccinated. Quit playing the games. Go hoop. Go get your ring. Nah, I hope you don't, because I'm going for Russ, you know what I'm saying? Laker gang, you know what I'm saying, this year, only because I'm fucking with Russ, though, and I ain't no Laker fan, just to keep it a bill. But for real, man, I want to see Kyrie get that fucking shot and all this other shit or whatever, man. Uh, anyway, man, that's all I got for y'all this episode, man. I don't have no things that white people do this week. Uh, one thing I promise, I, I'm not going to force nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to try and force segments and shit like that. If I don't have nothing interesting, I'm not going to fuck with it. I don't have nothing. Um, y'all don't forget, I remember what I said last night, man. The subscribers, all y'all got to hear this early. I want y'all to, to tap in and help me... Uh, Decide what day are we gonna release this for the for the public. Maybe I'll do like uh, options with y'all or something like that. I'm gonna tap in with y'all and figure it out because it'll be a. Uh, I'm thinking I'm thinking either the Friday after y'all get it, so either y'all get it on Wednesday, everybody else get it on Friday, or y'all get it on the Wednesday that is supposed to come out. And since it's every two weeks, everybody else gets it on that following Wednesday. So yeah, y'all tap in. Y'all get a little bit of control over this. Uh, outside of that, man, I don't think it's too much news. Y'all should be expecting some bonus content soon. If you're not already subscribed, man, go ahead and tap in and hit that subscription. Y'all know I like to do giveaways. I finally got my little list so I can see y'all subscribing. I'm not promising you that I'm going to send you something when you subscribe. But, I mean, if you know me, you already know. If I'm bringing it up, then more than likely at least one person. Matter of fact, let's make it official. New giveaway. New free-ish giveaway. Free-ish giveaway part two. Uh... I'm going to randomly pick a subscriber in 30 days, a month from today. I'm going to randomly pick a subscriber. I'm going to send you some more shit. If you already want one of the giveaways, I'm not sending you more shit. So, because it's just the same shit. Y'all don't need it. But I still got sweaters. I still got some stuff that other people want. So, like, tap in, fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? You can fuck around and win something. Anyway, man, I hope y'all fucking with the podcast, man. I promise you, I'm going to keep y'all up to date. I'm going to keep this shit on time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to give y'all some of the content I told you I was going to give you. I know I've been telling y'all I was going to tell y'all about Ohio for a while. It's really so many stories in Ohio. Uh, man, I just hope y'all keep fucking with this shit like I keep fucking with y'all, man. I'm going to leave it at that, man. Uh, until next time. Peace. Billions and 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 billions and